I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Tree Ball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with uh, Emily and Gareth. Hello. It's uh, Saturday. Well, that was Emily who said that. Yeah. Um, the op went well. Yeah. Frank, we've had a text in. <laughs> text already on yeah. at 12.15. <laughs> Hurrah! Morning, Frank and gang. What's this I hear that you're on for two hours? How are you going to cope, Munchie? Well, we're on oh, for two hours. I don't know where hours. to begin with this text. We're on for two Munchie. hours every week. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean that we know how we're going to cope, but... Uh, <laughs> well, is that, Munchie's a funny old name, though. Yes. Sounds to me like someone who might have had the munchies for most of the <laughs> early hours of the morning. Oh. But, yeah, we know, we're on for two hours every, every Saturday morning, Munchie. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Gary Monia... Gary Monia, has, um, that's what you are. Well, that's, that's very good, because he's talking about you ask people to make a song with their name in. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's coming with, um, my name fits perfectly in the song, what's that coming over the hill? It's, it's Gary, Gary Monia. Monia. It's, it's Gary, Gary Monia. Monia. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, imagine the elation when Gary Monia discovered that for the first time. I'd like to have been there to have seen his little face. You know, you know that mole he's got that just above the... the, yeah. that, the I bet that just twitched a bit. That's great. See, I went for um, Gary Monia to the tune of Unforgettable by, um, by um, yeah. Nat King Cole. Anyway, that's this morning's phoning. Uh, songs that fit Gary Monia's name most appropriately. <laughs> How do you spell Monia? Um, M-O-N-N-I-E-R. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. Someone's also had a bizarre eureka moment. Oh. Yes, um, Jack from Eastbourne, he says that... Bizarre um, rather than stupid. Yeah. Idiotic. uh, Idiotic is what we usually Idiotic eureka moment, yeah. In case any uh, new new listeners start here, this is the idea that you... Something for years that you haven't got and you suddenly get it. Like, for the... The classic example was I used to watch the BT adverts and the fact that the woman was called BT never Mm. struck me that that was a pun on BT for about five years. So it's like that. Yeah. And I didn't realise until you first said that you had never realised that until... Um, yeah. But he says that he says, t- to avoid swearing, he says fiddlesticks. Mm-hmm. And then it dawned on him that fiddlesticks is probably talking about, like, the bow you use for a violin. Yeah. As a, fi- as a fiddlestick. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had one this morning, actually. But that's my business. Oh, I had, no, I had, uh, I had uh, an idiotic eureka moment when I was looking in the papers. Oh, actually, it wasn't. It reminded me of a... Uh, Okay. Idiotic. There was a, a feature, then, if you, anyone who's read today's tabloids will have seen this. Eric Clapton is photographed in a. Um, oh, in the laundrette? In a laundrette. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like those pictures. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean, but I think he just. I why would he be in a laundrette, Eric Clapton? He looked all caught unawares with yeah. his smalls. I didn't like Mitted it. some sort of crime. Yeah. Oh, no. Laundering the evidence. <laughs> Do you think that? Yeah, what, wiping think. blood off the. Oh, no. That, that old one that yeah. they always do. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that it's come to this. <laughs> I think he had a full-length leather as well, like Ron Atkinson. I didn't like his clothes. Anyway. Did he have a full-length leather? I think he had a, an Atkinson full-length leather. Oh, that's a bit ma- matrixian. <laughs> <laughs> Matrix. Um, 
That's what that's my new rule for all our listeners. If you see anyone in a full-length leather coat, you have to go matrix immediately, right? Especially if they're really fashionable people. And um, so go on. So Eric so Clapton. yeah. So it said um, slow hand wash was the headline because he's known as old slow hand Is Eric he? Clapton. Yeah, that's yeah. his nickname. Oh, okay. And I always assumed. That that was to do with his guitar technique. That he was so, mm. you know, he he, he was so effortless. Mm. But um, the re- actually, I say this is a eureka. In fact, he told me oh, okay. <laughs> that it actually comes from I like a celebrity idiotic eureka. <laughs> yeah, that it was what they used. To, it was his nickname, Slow Hand, because Slow Hand Clapton. Oh, Slow Hand Clapton. Oh, I get it. Slow Hand Clapton. Do you see? Yeah, yeah, very good. We've had um, a brilliant um, text from Phil. Well, you put the pressure on Phil. I know. Um, and he's, well, I'm going to have to sing it. <laughs> and he said, when I was 17, it was a Gary Monnier. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's absolutely marvellous. Congratulations, Phil. You're a top man. Frank Skinner. Yeah, that was uh, R.E.M., Orange Crush. And uh, Dave Gorman, someone who was just saying, is going to interview Michael Stipe on his um, Absolute Radio show. Is that oh, correct? Is he? Oh. Yeah. That's good. Brilliant. I've, I've interviewed him. Can I point that out? Wow, I would be nervous interviewing him. Why? Why? He just seems a bit... Frail. <laughs> I thought he could go at any moment. Yeah. I thought I won't startle him. That's the secret. No, he was he was lovely. He told me a story. I think it was to do it's to do with his dog. I remember there was a fence which he described as yay high as he as oh. he signified it with his hand how high it was. And I think it was a dog getting his uh, stomach ripped off or something of that nature. It's a lovely mm. story. It couldn't have been that, could it? No. I don't think he's not that kind of a character. It's very peace loving, you know, shiny people thingy. Mm. No, he wears that horrible blue eye makeup. I don't like no, it. No, they're like the black swan. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend, Kath, was saying that she now judges people completely on whether or not... This is her new rule of thumb for yeah. whether to write human beings off or not. Mm. Anyone who likes black swan, she knows that there is no worth in them at all. I'm going to not watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's all right to watch it, just make sure you don't like it. <laughs> so, there I was, driving over Tower Bridge. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, when you're driving along and the police, uh, you can see the flat blue light in the background. Oh, you don't, think, oh, don't I ever know that. And you think, I'll have to pull, you know, I'll pull out. Some people, they keep going. I, I don't know what mm. it is with some, they don't seem to notice. I pulled right over onto the, onto the, uh, into the gutter. And uh, the police, they pulled over as well, oh. behind me. Mm. And I thought, I mean, who's coming through if the police are pulling <laughs> over with a blue light? It must be Simon Cowell. I couldn't <laughs> think of anyone else who the whole of London would move out the way for. Turned out, um, I'd, I'd been pulled over. <gasps> now, this hasn't happened to me for many years. And I must say, I felt, I felt a, little bit, a little bit G, mm. if you know what I'm saying. A bit G, a bit gangster. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Were you on your own in the car? No, no, I had... Um, I wasn't at all on my own. I, I think some of you may know that um, currently I, I live with my girlfriend, but yeah. um, her sister is <laughs> staying with us as well. So uh, they were both in the car with me. 
In fact, her sister, Rachel, came up. When I was talking to the police, she came over. She said to lighten the mood. <laughs> and he said, I said, I, I must admit, I, you know, when I, when I saw you, I thought you were, I thought I had to get out of the way. And she said, well, I'm surprised you saw them because you're more or less blind, aren't you? <laughs> and I thought, no, this is like when at an airport we will say, oh, I just no, got the bombing. No you know, it's like that. You don't yeah, do no jokes, jokes with the police. Can I ask, why were you pulled over, Frank? You know, they have to give you a reason. Well, apparently it was because um, I'm, I represent British television and they're still angry about the bill being really? <laughs> They were livid wow. about it. Yeah. They did the walk for me as well. I had to, I had to play dun, 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 on a harmonium while they walked up and down um, oh, wow. Tower Bridge. Mm. I mean, I, I, the only no, I was, I, apparently I was driving um, more quickly than one is supposed to. Oh, were you? But it was opening. I had to get over the gap. So what did they do? Did they just talk? <laughs> did they just talk to you then well, and they tell saw, you off? No, they actually um, they actually breathalysed me. <gasps> Can you believe that? A man wow. of your. Calibre. He said to me, "Have you been drinking?" And I said, "I can tell you now, officer." Yeah, I haven't had a drink since September the twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. And he just looked at me, disbelief. Um, and I thought, I've never been more confident of passing a test <laughs> in my life than I was of passing this one. But then, having said that, because he got it out, and it looked, uh, it looked like, a, an, it wasn't a bag. I was expecting a, the last time I got breathalysed, it was a plastic bag. Mm. It looked like an iPhone. Yeah, it's like a little credit card wow. machine. Yeah. I, it has happened to me. I have to say, I yeah. was clean. I was clean. Did you hand it back to the merchant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, I there said, was, there, was a, there was like an enormous yeah. sort of Eastern man in a turban and silk and clothes selling spices. I had to give it back to him. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. No, it was like it was like an iPhone with a tube yeah. on it. I thought it was going to be, you know, that is it the clavichord <laughs> when you go. So it was going to go like that. It didn't. And also, he said, you take a really big breath and let all your air, all your air out your lungs. And towards the end, I thought I could, I could go down here. Yeah. <laughs> I could, if I fall, are they ever going yeah. to believe that I was? Don't ask Michael Stipe to do that. We'll finish him right off. Yeah, exactly. You got it, Mister. <laughs> so, um, and I, I was there was a, a tiny grain of doubt that I might fail the breathalyzer, <laughs> even though I haven't had a drink since. Why is that? I had that and I haven't been drinking, and I thought that. I think it's because I've. Even though I haven't had a drink since then, I've never felt fully sober since. Okay. You might have had a liqueur, chocolate liqueur. I thought it might have been, you know, it lodges. Uh, I remember someone telling me once that they'd gone on some diet when you had to eat, like, um, sand or something like that, and, and it, 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 it scratches all the stuff off your intestines. Oh. And she said, like, big lumps, said it looks like it looked like the tube off, a, off a, one of those, you know, a Henry... Oh, yeah, yeah. The other tube on that, it looked like that. And what it was, it was like the hard inner lining that had formed on her intestine over the years from just food that had sat there and gone hard like plastic. Any other oh. intestine stories? Text in. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for intestinal anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> intestinal anecdotes could easily be the name of the lead singer of some Eastern band. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, thank you. A breath then, the drama. Anyway, uh, the great news is I've passed. Oh, well good, you're clean. And um, it all ended very with them saying stuff like, so where are you off to tonight and all that. I love it, I love it oh, when the police nice. get all community. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it was, um, it was smashing. And, you know, we, we, uh, we got back in the car and... Uh, <laughs> 
we went, the three of us, <laughs> to a party and we laughed. Oh, what, a, what an adventure we've had there, we said to ourselves. And do you know, they let me keep the little tube as, oh, as, nice. a, as a souvenir. Yeah. yeah. And oh. that's, that's this week's prize. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's him. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, Many of Horror by Biffy Clyro. Mm. We've seen them live. We have, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. I remember when they were on the cover of the Beano every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Biffo the Beano. <laughs> the Gary Monnier texts are flooding it. Are they? Yeah. We should mm. say that this morning's phone in Don't Ask Me How is song, well-known songs that fit Gary Monnier's name. Yeah. Mm. Who's Gary Monnier, you're wondering? He's just some bloke <laughs> who texted in. He just He was the lucky one. <laughs> We have got loads, Gary. We've we? had some lovely ones. Um, we've got um, uh, Nick says that Gary Monnier has the same number of syllables and the same intonation as the word California. So, um, oh, I know where he's going I with wish this. We all could be Gary, Gary Monnier. Gary Monnier, here I come, <laughs> right back where I started. I think that's the first Al Jolson we've had done. I oh, know it's on absolute twenties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Gary Monnier, Gary Monnier from the don't OC. Know. Don't know. Mental old that's man. <laughs> now, you're, now you're just and, saying um, the name. <laughs> Nick in pool. Hiya, Frank. How about the Flying Lizards eighties classic? Monier, that's what I want. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. Yes. I want my money. We know, <laughs> no. we know, we know, we know. Um, and we've had some other people. It's not just about. It's not all about Gary Monier. Oh no, let's not get away. I mean, I think people already hate him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's more to life than Monier. Um, Molière. <laughs> I think there's more to life than Molière was the original Absolute Radio uh, <laughs> slogan. And people said, oh, is it too obscure, do you think? No, it'll be fine. Carry We've on. had a text in from Ross Hanna. Don't know if you can Absolute guess. Absolute Radio, there's more to life than Molière. <laughs> I don't know if you can guess where this is going. The text is from Ross Hanna. Oh, yeah. Try singing my name to Toto's Rosanna. It fits perfectly. I was tormented at school for ages when the song was first released. I remember that song. Remember that, Frank? No, I don't. Rosanna, Rosanna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. How, how they got a dog to sing that, aren't they? <laughs> uh, Mark Robbins, Frank. At work, they used to sing, He's not heavy, he's Mark Robbins. <laughs> the Hollies. That doesn't even yeah, work. Very good. <laughs> Does this, mean, this either means that Mark Rob- Robbins is large person or a very, very thin person, oh, yeah. doesn't it? It's going to mean, or, or perhaps he's not very profound in his conversation. Yeah. He's yeah. light. He's generally light. light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a light. He keeps it light, Mark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mark Robbins used to play for Manchester United. Oh, who knows? Mark Robbins, who knows? Can I say I cried this week? Oh yeah. I don't. I mean, I I do cry at the telly quite a lot. I cry. I've never cried at Ralph Harris before. Oh, really? <laughs> I, th- I was in a room once, I think, and uh, I think it was just the fumes from the felt pen he was using. <laughs> but um, generally speaking, I would never cry. Did you but, not see Animal Hospital? He cried a lot in that. We're all rooting you for you, Pop. No, well, I, I think... It's what you refer to. I don't know if I've told you before, but one of my most disappointing experiences was tuning into Animal Hospital, thinking it was going to be major operations <laughs> conducted by animals. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there would be an Alsatian with a scalpel and um, gaffer tape to one paw, so roughly cutting a serrated cut into somebody and, like, a, a squirrel passing him a swab. 
Um, doing whatever the, a swab the, is, something that used to make Popeye very angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, swabs. <laughs> I hope they're doing the ops on humans. That makes it an added element of danger, which I enjoy. <laughs> oh, of course, on humans. Oh, good, good. Well, could, the whole thing could have been. If the whole thing had been animals, then you know what? What you got to lose? Well, if the Alsatian, you know, if if, if the uh, if the kestrel doesn't pull through, so be it. <laughs> That's my motto. Um, it's up there with there's more to life than Molière, I think. Yeah. So anyway, let I mean we can't just sit here talking nonsense. So you cried this week. Did you lose more money? No. Okay. Um, what I'm happened? Just asking. I watched um, Jamie's Dream School. Oh yeah. Which some of you may not know, though the, the publicity for it has been enormous. Jamie Oliver has had this idea of people who have, have slipped through the system, as it as it were. We can't say failed, apparently. No. People who left school with not many qualifications, be like myself. I left with two O levels, mm. um, art and English language. The only two you don't have to revise for, coincidentally. <laughs> uh, it's kids like 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 that. Well, they were nothing like me. Can I make that clear? Okay. Um, but they got celebrity teachers in who were very very good and passionate. Um, so that's the story. And their art teacher was Rolf Harris. I mean, how brilliant would yeah. that be if? And um, they broke him. They completely broke Rolf. This is a bloke who can sing two little boys without crying. <laughs> but at the end of that, he was he was at the end of the lesson. He said, well, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> he, he can't speak without, yeah. Um, apparently, he has to breathe through a didgeridoo now most of the time as he's got to that, that sort of age. But no, he was absolutely... Absolutely. They just hadn't listened to him and it was wrong. And i tell you what was the thing that I honestly made tears run down my cheek. I cried throughout the whole thing. Yeah, but th- get this. I don't know if you noticed this, but this killed me, right? In the background, as Rolf was talking, you could see a painting, right? And obviously, I only show you tiny bits of the lesson, so we'd miss this bit. And it was a brilliant sort of parody of a Banksy. You know Banksy, the graffiti yeah. artist? It was a brilliant sort of Banksy thing. I mean, fantastic. Obviously done by Rolf. And uh, thinking, or oh, if I do bank- something Aww. Banksy-esque, I'll- the kids will know I'm communicating and I'm on their wavelength. And he'd signed it underneath, Rolfsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it was so... I started my asthma. Anyway, when I was a young man, I was a very, very big fan of a band called X-Ray Specs. The lead singer was called Polystyrene. Well, what happened to Polystyrene? Some of our older listeners are asking. This is a new single. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Loving it. That was um, Virtual Boyfriend by Polly Styrene. She was the first woman I ever saw that made a tooth brace look uh, sexy. Oh, really? Now, the, of course, the first woman the, you saw? First <laughs> woman I saw who did that. Because now it's the norm, isn't it? Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it's quite in vogue. Yeah, she, pi- she pioneered that, mm. did, uh, did Polly. Hmm. So saw them at Barbarella's once in Birmingham. The bass player just got one string on his bass, I remember. <laughs> do, 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 what was Barbarella's in Birmingham? Was that like yeah. stringies? It was a punk club. It was nothing like, it stringies. like stringies. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Je- you were talking about Jamie, Frank. Oh, yeah, it's, um, Je- the Jamie Oliver. Now, I like Jamie Oliver. He's great. You know, he's, he's the man, right? Hmm. The man with the midas. 
touch. <laughs> and, um, yeah, see, a lot of people think that's Midas in the A song. lot of people think that's Monnier. Yeah, <laughs> they think it's the Midas touch. But, but the next line shows that it's actually the Midas touch. Oh, is it? Because the next line says, Not too near the belt, nor too near the crutch. And you realise oh. it's the Midas touch. Oh, oh. So it's a man golfing and obviously they have to put up with a certain amount of sexual harassment from him but at least he's, he's fondling, he's localised. That's, that's <laughs> the point that Shirley Bassey was making. Anyway, let's not go all Sky Sports 1 or 2. No. Um, so yeah, Jamie Oliver, who I really like, has got the score going but um, the, big, the big thing was uh, David Starkey, the history bloke. Yeah, he he did mm. a bad murder. He <laughs> well, did. He, he, he did himself a bad. He got, he's all in trouble, yeah. isn't he now? He he called a he called a kid fat. Mm. Yeah. Well, he said, uh, "Oh, you're so fat, you probably couldn't move." Mm. And the kid said, "Well, what about what about you?" The kid <laughs> said. He said, "What about you?" He said, uh, "You're four foot tall." He said, "What about you? Uh, look at your glasses." <laughs> well, you, said, you said that to Gareth this morning. Yeah, I know, but that's, what does that mean? Is that, does that slow you down? Have, have you got the glasses? Or are they plugged in so to stop him? And also, I, I don't know about you, but I find if I look at my glasses while I'm wearing them, <laughs> I get all like a, like a yeah. headache underneath, underneath my eyebrows. Oh. Underneath my eyebrows. Yeah. So that was a silly. He thing, also said, but... "And how tall are you? I'm not being rude, mate, but how tall are you? <laughs> I love that as a well, no." Well, he was biting back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. Um, but I mean, I, I, obviously, I think you shouldn't be able to tell kids that they're fat nowadays. Then one could argue that that kid will be so upset he'll go away and die. And, and David Starkey maybe put ten years on his life. Yeah, because he'll be healthier. Mm. What about that for an argument? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> David Starkey also said at one point he said if you do a job where someone tells you what to do you don't want to do that kind of job well it doesn't say much for us does it any of us we've got absolute telling us what to do well they're very they're very mild mad. they've never called us fat ever <laughs> not me anyway no but the the one who the bloke in it that got me was the headmaster oh, oh yeah right he really got on my nerves because he was one of these... There was a shot of him watching... Um, if you didn't see this, I know it's probably um, tedious, so we'll, we'll move on in a minute. But, um, but trust me, he's watching David Starkey telling the, calling the kid fat and stuff, and he's sort of going, oh, no, and holding his forehead. Oh, mm. God. And I thought, so acting, the headmaster <laughs> thinking, I know what they want, these TV people. <laughs> they want to see me outraged. And his name is John Dabro. Oh. So, it, you know, and to get on with the kids, he's obviously changed his name to Dabro. <laughs> hey, I'm Dabro. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, and that's what he was like. He's, he was that. totally, you know, all oh, the too kids. Close to Dabro. It's all right that they talk all the time and text and don't listen and swear and stuff. That's I fine. don't like it when they text. That's very rude, isn't it? No, I leave it. What do you think? Well, my, friend, voice of youth my over friend's there. a teacher and he says the headmaster is a very, he's a well known. Really I don't like where this is teacher. going. <laughs> he's, a well-known... he's a very good teacher, that man. Okay. What, Dubro? Dubro is, yeah, he's famous. He's good. Is he? He's very good. Head I master. hated him. I'll go as far as to say <laughs> I hated him. I'm not sure that Jamie solved the problem of our education system because I'm not sure there's enough celebrities to teach all of the children. That's what I'm worried about. Well, you should if, just send them to Celebrity High. Can Pri I? Brackets, Principal Kerry Katona, close brackets. <laughs> and there they will, they will find all they need to discover about life. I think comics should do... I think they have to have comics class, because then you're used to dealing with hecklers, so you'd, 
You'd uh, soon shut them up, you guys. Surely. Well, he asked mm. me to go in there and do performance skills, and uh, then he poo-pooed my um, backpack flamethrower idea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what? I wouldn't have to do the whole lot of them. Just one. <laughs> Just four or five of them as, you know, human, ca- human uh, fireballs, and the others, I think, would have calmed down. They just, you know, God bless the kids. They're kids and they don't know any better. But I did feel, well, you might as well just move them into council flats on their own now, give them the heroin and say, that's it. You're not listening. You're just not listening. You're not listening. So what difference does it make? And they'd say, what do you say? I'd say you're not listening. Eh? Sorry, I was texting. I was just trying to... That's what I thought. I think I prefer Jamie's dream school idea to the heroin idea. <laughs> Can I just say that? Yeah, but you know, we're running, we're running out of ideas now for the series. We've got to. We've got to. This one, it's not. Channel Four knocked it back. It's, it's on Dave. Frank Skinner's heroin school. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Yeah, but Rolf Harris, it's, it's unacceptable. Well, talking of unacceptable. Yeah. Um, Unacceptable, that's <laughs> what you are. <laughs> Tony in Cambridge. After Frank's Galliano-inspired remarks about heroin school and council flats... <laughs> oh, dear. Can I just say, I enjoyed your last ever broadcast. Oh, no, is that it? Looking forward to Gareth's Saturday morning show. <laughs> we'll miss Uh-oh. Frank's music choices, though. Gutted, Tony in Cambridge. Oh... I was thinking, do you remember Mr Bronson that used to be on uh, Grand I Chill? remember mm. him very well. Well, they yeah. should have sent to the kids at James gone, we've got Mr Bronson to teach you now. Then it could be Charles Bronson, the uh, <laughs> the prisoner, <laughs> in the, the bald head. And, the, and he'd have come in, and I think he might have got a bit more discipline. What do you say? <laughs> yes. He is, of course, in case you don't know Charles Bronson. He is... Friend uh, of the show. He's exactly. our friend of the show. He is our friend. Emily is our friend. We like him very much oh, in case okay. he gets that was, out. That was fiend of the show. <laughs> Carry on. Ian in Hitchin, Frank says... Ian Hislop? Um, no. Well, maybe. The um, Winkle Thom. <laughs> Frank, I'm not sure if you know, but although Absolute don't call you fat, they do call you ugly roughly every 15 minutes throughout the week. That is true. Oh. Faces for radio. Is well, that's, that's true. Yeah. Why well, should get affronted like that kid in the... Group. Yeah, well, yeah, call me ugly. What, what about your playlist... Put them in their place. <laughs> Vicky Blight said you weren't a stud muffin as well before the show today. Did she? Did yeah. she? Outrageous. Oh. Take well, me back to dear old Blighty. <laughs> I've also taken to calling our newsreader um, Sandy Warhol <laughs> instead of Sandy War. I don't know where that came from, but um, I just it works, I, it I, works. I, I forgot. I got mixed up, and I was saying, "Oh, is, is Sandy Warhol doing the?" And I thought, "No, that's that's incorrect. It's not her real name." Frank, you know you played Virtual Boyfriend before. Yes. Well, we had a text in from Nigel Wilcox. That's not so... a computer game, in case anyone no. thinks it's a song. Yeah, a computer game that I play it is. Um, Frank, <laughs> it will you be. said... Yeah. Things get any worse. Yeah. You said, what happened to polythylene? I thought she became a rapper. I think he means <laughs> That's polystyrene. Good, he does, but what he's done, he's thought, well, polystyrene isn't actually a rapper, so I'll make it sound a bit like polythene. <laughs> but no, that's good that she became a rapper. Right? Very I'm, good. I'm happy with it. Yeah. She's packing. <laughs> How about that? We've actually had a text in from Gary Monnier here as well. Oh, he says, him? Yeah. He says, I'm sat on the bus laughing out loud, looking like a right weirdo while listening to your show. This is the best radio programme ever. Thanks. Well, well it would be, really. It would be if your name's all yeah. over it, like a rash. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why this is my favourite radio programme, basically. OK, I might get called ugly at intervals in it, but who cares? 
<laughs> oh, I could listen to me all day. I know you couldn't, Jeff. Or go to work. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just. Sometimes in my headphones, I hear the actual absolute listeners that come in through from through their um, apparently. Frank, there's a t- another text in saying, "Hi, Frank. The time is that bad that you have to do voiceovers for being cute trade point." There is a guy on there who says, "These got to be eight by four Sounds just like you. Exactly. That's from Martin. Well, I you're not doing into... that, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not okay. doing that. No. Okay. I don't really. You know, I did that Tesco advert once. And, did you? Uh, yeah. And I heard myself. I was in the house. I heard myself <laughs> say, "Every little helps." And, and how did you feel? Well, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> Sorry, was, sorry was, to laugh at that news. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it was one of those where the last bit of the sentence would be and then turn the gun on himself. That's what I thought after I heard that. Oh, anyway, dear. we must go home. We've got Sandy okay. War. Sandy War. Oh. No, don't. Okay. You get me, me saying it. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Thursday? Was it Thursday? World Book Day. Hold on, you're going to ask me quizzes about your life? (laughs) (laughs) With no hints. Was it Thursday? When? (laughs) No, what was Thursday? World Book Day. This Thursday, last Thursday. Oh, last Thursday, yeah. Was it it what? Was it it World Book Day? I think so. It was World. I tell you, I know it was World Book Day. (laughs) Because have you seen that TV um, programme with. Anne Robinson. Oh, Anne Robinson, oh, yeah. yeah. Being, uh, I saw with Sarah Millican and um, Larry Lamb, was it on? Is oh, he God. the guy from... Um, <laughs> oh, Gavin I didn't see Stacey. that. What was that like? Mm. No, Larry Lamb's... Is, wasn't he in um, EastEnders? Yeah, he, and Gavin yeah, and Stacey. Yeah. 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 Oh, he gets oh. a lot of work, Lamb. Mm. Well, he wouldn't <laughs> get... Too hot for Lamb, some would say, <laughs> but he gets a lot of work. Very yeah. hot at the moment. Well... He um, he picked his five favourite books of all time. Oh yeah, what were they? And well, <laughs> one of them was a book by um, Barack Obama. Oh, which is very keen. He said, "I've read." <laughs> he said, "I've read all of Barack Obama's books in order." <laughs> <laughs> In order. So he hasn't just read them, he's done yeah. a bit of research. He hasn't just took one off the shelf. He's read the back bit and thought, well, is this the first one? Or the s-? And I imagine Obama was sweating when he saw the review coming up. He would have been watching, and I, get, I bet he got really nervous, but big thumbs up from Larry Lamb. Larry Lamb. Larry he's- Chronological <laughs> Lamb, as his friends <laughs> call him. Anyway, so Larry Lamb, he, he picks his books, and he picks... Um, I mean, they might be brilliant, the Barack Obama books. I'm not mm, loving yeah. it, but he, oh, oh, man, he went are. on about how good... He's a good I'm writer. Not, I'm not sure. The, the He's extract famous that they for read, other things as well, in fairness, yeah. is writing. They read an extract. It's rubbish. <laughs> anyway, um, he also picked the Times World Atlas. Oh, very 70s show flat. <laughs> not, a, not a lot of reading. <laughs> as, his, as his guilty pleasure. Yeah, but I think... Why is he guilty about looking at Atlas? <laughs> I think Larry Lamb... Has... What part is he looking at? <laughs> What's he doing Sweden, with it? That looks a bit like a... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... Oh, like those high boots. Oh, that's Italy. <laughs> no. no, he... Uh, I think what's happened with Larry Lamb is he's, he's taken the phrase world book day oh, yeah. a bit too literally. Oh, oh, yeah. World book. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> I know the one they mean. Um, and I mean, God bless you. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, but um, I was glad... Really, after that? I'm well, glad yeah, I'm sure. I was look. I spent Robinson the whole thing in. looking forward to the silence of the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was that, Frank, that's got to be his autobiography title. The sil- Just no. blank pages in there. Perfect. I think it should, shouldn't it be on his tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> the silence of the lamb. Lamb brackets. To the, lamb to the slaughter. Yeah, maybe. What his book? Maybe a biography mm. afterwards. Yeah, who knows? What's Barack Obama's book? Um, some 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Does it involve freedom? Hope, I'm sure it does. From, no, something it, about my father's. Songs, songs from my father's? No. Anyway. Well, this is interesting. We're Beams. trying to think up and remember <laughs> the title to Barack Obama's But, Frank, in the meantime, I would like to ask you a question on behalf of our listener, Mike, Mike Kelly. Oh, yeah. He's a DJ in North Leeds. A lot of the guests at the weddings I do are around Frank's age, and it's only a matter really? of time before somebody asks for the fall. With that in mind, could you please ask Frank, what, which is the fall's best disco dancing track? Um, well, they did a cover of uh, Lost in Music. Did they? Which is a bit of a disco. I believe I've played it on this show. Shows how much you listen, Emily Dean. Oh. Um, so, yeah, you can certainly, uh, you can dance to that one. Okay, excellent. And, uh, and the one that you like, Tunnel of Love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can dance. It's not disco, but it's, it's sort of, um, it's a bit more rock and rolly. Yeah. Yeah. I heard the original of that the other day, actually. I'll tell you how I heard the original. It's that Dan Mayer, who writes Harry Hill's show, gave me um, an album called Before the Fall, which is the originals of several Fall covers. Oh. So if you see that in the shops, buy it. <laughs> I'll tell you what it doesn't include, The War Against Intelligence. You know that? Do you know that Fall track, The War Against Intelligence? Oh, yeah, Larry Lamb told me about it. <laughs> yeah. In case you don't know it, this is it. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, working towards a mintier world with Treebar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. That was the fall war against intelligence. Well, actually, Frank, I've had a text in from Richard in Basingstoke saying, Oi, Frank, not a nice beginning, Richard. Oi, Frank, <laughs> it is Mark E. Smith's birthday today. Is that right? It is, according to Wikipedia, born 5th of March. Oh. R- R- Ringsh, I know he's like, um, I'm about two weeks younger than him or something like that, so that works out. Oh, you look good on it compared right. to him. Yeah, well... <laughs> You know, it depends on... He's very harshly lit on stage. I wonder what he's doing today, Frank. He might have a nice birthday tea, I reckon. I reckon he's now um, just blowing the... If he, God, if he blows the candles, there could be a massive, <laughs> massive explosion. I'll call it breath. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for this uh, birthday cake. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like he to might, be there. He might wash his hair for his birthday. Don't be uncommon <laughs> about Mark so, Smith I'm ever. not. I'm so, happy birthday, Mark. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Mark, you won't yeah. be. But I love you very much. Yeah. You've changed my life. How many people can you say that to? <laughs> Hello? Ben Four, Jones. Six, seven. Well, yeah. Eight, okay, two. <laughs> in the world. Larry oh, Lamb. <laughs> Larry Lamb's given me a sort of atlas phobia for some <laughs> strange reason. Satnav, I'm on the satnav now. Mm. Uh, um, <laughs> so I, I've been uh, I've been interviewed all week. A massive burst of publicity oh, yeah. stuff. You got your TV show coming up again, but well, we can't mention gonna, it because you get cross. You could don't publicise it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to use this show to sell something else. This show to me is pure in that respect. We'd never have adverts on Minty this show, fresh. as you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even going to go there. Oh, God, I've said I'm not going to go there. Can you believe that? Oh, I've only Frank. ever said that about Bolton. And now I've said it in but, the way so that people say it in the office. Ooh, don't go there. <laughs> so you've been doing interviews? Oh, yes. And it, it, it was a long, you know... It's difficult to be interviewed by Closer magazine and then the New Statesman. You have to oh, shift yeah. your register, like like you know, like changing That's gear. That's a big old mm. gear change. It is. Um, the woman from I think it was Closer, but one of those magazines said to me, um, 
uh, uh, how do you and your girlfriend get on with the uh, remote control? And I said, oh, well, we, gosh, have, so. we have vile and aggressive arguments about it on a, on a regular basis, which is completely true. Isn't that true in every house? Yeah. And um, she said, uh, oh, what do you fight over? I said, well, she likes to come dine with me. And I like, you know, um, documentaries on uh, BBC4. And she said, oh, I don't think um, our readers will know BBC4. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, they can work out what it is. Just from Jamie's the, dream school. the letters and numbers. <laughs> anyway, so so a bloke was talking to me, and he says to me, um, he said I used to write on a lad's mag in the nineties. Well, like notes. No, he said he, he wrote four. Oh, I, I see. Wrote a lad's a lad's mag, yeah. And um, I said, oh yeah. He said, of course you were. You know, you were the king of the new lads and all this. And I said, yeah. I said, I don't even, I don't even talk about it now. He said, no, neither do I. He said, oh. it's, uh, he said the new lads thing. He says, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to bring it up. And we talked about it, you know, about, mm. the, about those days. And it's the first new lads <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> I've ever heard. Because there can be no popular cultural movement that has had more relentless stick than the new lads, right? Yeah. There are no redeeming features of the new lads. So we had to sit with someone. It was like being at an alcoholics meeting. We could say, actually, you know, you were it, a new lad. It wasn't all like you know that sort of women, topless yeah. women. I was it. a ladette, in fairness. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, what I remember is like I was two hours. Lad. <laughs> <laughs> you actually were a lad. <laughs> no, you know, there was like two hour conversations about the Italian job. There was oh. more mm. of that, you know, and and, and football rather than uh, horrible. Um, um, key, uh, ours, was lots of, ours was sort things. of Wonder Bras and drinking pints. That's what you did when you were a ladder. Yeah, we drank <laughs> pints out of Wonder Bras. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, boys. Uh, yeah, so uh, that yeah. was that was an absolutely new experience for me. I, I, I like so. Uh, be, so be, did did New Labour steal it from the New Lads? I think is new. That, I think the word new was around. Was around before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not as quite recent new, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I thought it was. I don't know. New. How old is New York? <laughs> Quite new. It's about time they stopped calling it new. Yeah. Yeah. They just confuse things. Yeah. yeah. So well, old like... York should become old York, and then York, could, New York could just be. Shut York up and... now! <laughs> You're over York the pudding. That's what you've done. <laughs> um, so I kind of like that. Yeah. I, 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 and, but it is true that the whole new lads thing—it's like the evil twin of Britpop, mm. the one that's in prison and never it's mentioned. What brought, it's what brought Brit. Brit I can't say that. It's what brought Britpop down. <laughs> it's that, so that's what? this week's tongue twister. It's what brought Britpop down. You're right, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's what, what brought Britpop it's what, down. It's what brought Britpop down. It's what brought Britpop down. It's what brought Britpop down. That's my three. Phew! That's an absolute killer. I love a tongue twister. And a riddle. I like a riddle. My first is in fish, but not in boat. As I was going to St Ives... No, don't start with that again. No, don't. Got all day. Nonsense. What am I doing? We're playing more adverts. I've just condemned commercialism on the radio. Now you're making me into some sort of hypocrite. You're such a new lad, Frank. Oh, I'm such an old new lad. Still Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Gareth and Emily, in case you thought, oh, God, that's got that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, Frank, I'd like to raise something. Well, <laughs> let's see what happens. Well, I'd like to see what you two think of this. Um, oh, so- no, stop now. <laughs> no. 
Oh dear. No, well, what, what, it's funny you should say that because it is to do with exposing body parts. Okay. And actually, I saw some photos. Do you remember Debbie Gibson? Do who's I? 80s pop star. Was yeah, she quite a Strasza, was she? I <laughs> saw her um, in Greece with uh, Craig McLachlan. <laughs> Did you? Was it Craig McLachlan, which was, I forgot the right bloke? Yeah, yes. yeah. From Neighbours. Check, check one, two with the blonde curly hair. Yeah. yeah. It's not the one. For, who's the one from Twin Peaks? What's he called? Carl McLaughlin. Oh, well. Uh, he's wh- a bit more of a winning lookalike. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson. Can, can I stop you there for one yeah. second? Did you hear Charlie's um, Charlie's latest quote? No. The Charlie Sheen one about... Oh. Um, let me get... I've, read, I've got it somewhere. Yeah, he says can't. Well, he probably says can't. Yeah. Can't is the cancer of happen. Oh, Charlie. That's brilliant, that is isn't it? Mm-hmm. What I like about Charlie is I think that he writes his speeches using that fridge poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. And I think he just he gets in oh. in the night. He thinks, I won't put the light on. I'll just arrange my speech for tomorrow on the fridge door. <laughs> and then is, I'll just read it out. That is brilliant marketing, Charlie Sheen fridge. I'm going to write that down. You're I like that he's not that. stopping. He's, he's just carrying on. This no, is never going to stop. Anyway, so it's Debbie, tiger Gib- blood. Debbie Gibson... I noticed, Frank. Now, she's 41, very well-preserved. Um, you know, obviously a gym figure. But yeah. may I say... He's very well-preserved. Does that qualify as a compliment? <laughs> yeah, someone said that to me once. It, it, someone okay. said to me... Oh, Sounds you... a bit Damien Hurst to me. <laughs> <laughs> someone said to me once, you've kept your figure. I was 67 or something. <laughs> so anyway, she. Um, I noticed, Frank, nice body, nice gym body, but she had a very high crop top on and a low-slung jean. Hmm. And I just thought when I looked at her, even though she had a good figure, TOF, too old for, too old for that, can't get your belly button out, I think, this is just my personal views, Mm. after about, I think, 27, 28 is the cut-off. that soon? That's the cut-off point. That is the cut-off point. Goodness. It's a bit like baseball caps on men. Well, baseball caps on um, any (laughs) any British man is is outrageous. I think the Americans, they carry them off. Peter Doherty said that an Englishman in the baseball cap is something, something. Do you know <laughs> what else went, I think? It's the motto I... of heroin school, I think. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said. He said it was a bad thing. I like that he's become Peter Doherty. Is Peter. he back at heroin school? <laughs> <laughs> Doherty Minor said. No, he's Frank, a I also have a bit other two old fours. I didn't enjoy that. It's not, it's not the most enjoyable quote I've ever heard on, on this show. Oh, like, something, something. Sorry. Other, other toffs, two old four. Uh, kissing in public. I think that's got to stop. At about 30. Actually, that might even be too old. About 25. What about kissing all together? No one yeah. wants to see old people. What about, <laughs> no one wants to kiss oh, old people. What about if one... What if one of the partners is under? What if what? If one, if one partner is, say, 63 and the other one, say, 19. Oh, is that all right? I thought of that, Frank. Yeah. Well, as long as you can only see the, other, the, the young one's I think, face. I think you should take an okay. average. I think you should take an average. <laughs> Oh, the average mean <laughs> Yeah, the, the mean, kissing. The mean age. So that if it was 60 and 19, that would be 79, so half of that. No, we'd still mm. be too old. Is there anything that you guys feel too old for, though? Well, I tell you, recently I looked in the, the mirror and I had jeans on, and I actually thought, am I getting too old for jeans now? Oh. I think it's because I'd seen uh, Dr Jonathan Miller <laughs> at the opera, and he had jeans on, and I thought, oh, no. Yeah. You know when... Um, I, I, I had a... A non-alcoholic cocktail recently, and they put in one of those curly straws. Oh yeah, it's had a, it's had a sort of a blue 
sheen to it. Oh, a bit of winning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was cur- very curly and had the blue. And I, and I looked at it and I thought, I don't know that I want people to see this in close juxtaposition, <laughs> juxtaposition to my old face. <laughs> It just seems wrong. The, the bright, the, the, the life-affirming nature <laughs> of a blue curly straw next to basically <laughs> Albert Steptoe. And the seven-pound haircut. Yeah. Mm. And the jeans thing, I mean, I saw a Bewitched made a comeback, or two of them. Oh, yeah. Only two of them. Why, why would oh. any the Bewitched woman think, no, get the phone call and say, no, actually, I'm not interested. Yeah. You believe that. What else is she doing? Well, for jeans. Even they didn't wear jeans. Wow. Bewitched, that used to be wall-to-wall denim. Yeah. Mm. I feel too old to watch Skins. I mean, pelvic wall. Sorry? I feel too old to watch Skins. I've You're never well too skins. old to watch Skins, and, yeah. love. Yeah, watching I, young people kissing, I feel awkward. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, unless, yeah. Well, are, yeah. are we all right watching Jamie's Dream School? Well, are they going to be yeah. kissing? They're going to have kissing lessons. Well, It'd be good for kissing lessons. They're going to have listening lessons, is what they're going to have. No, and also, I th- I, something I noticed recently is badges. <laughs> badges? I've got some badges. I've got some oh, four badges. badges. And I mm. put this overcoat on, I thought I'd put one of my four badges and I thought, <laughs> no, I, I just can't, I'm too old. No. Too old to wear a badge. Yeah. I've got an I am seven badge, too old for that. Yeah, you're well too old yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I am Catholic. Oh. On a badge? Yeah. Who gave you that? For um, birthday card. It was made in um, 1535 <laughs> when it was, a more, it was a more daring thing to wear in those days. Very revolutionary. Yeah, it was. Wore it on a leather jacket. Yeah. Well odd. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wear it on an industrial smock myself. That was uh, Metronomy with The Look. Brilliant. Mm. Mm. Speaking of The Look... Mm. Um, Harry Washington Smith has um, helpfully um, emailed and um, I think he's done it using the... um, No, he has emailed. Hi, Frank, Emily and Gareth. Um, The quote, um, the Peter Doherty quote Mm. is, um, there's fewer more depressing sights than that of an Englishman in a baseball cap. Okay. Wait, if it said baseball hat, that would rhyme. There's nothing... There's fewer more depressing sights than that of an Englishman in a baseball hat. Yes, eh? He's sort of... He's you on see? the verge of poetry at all mm. times, Peter Doherty, as he's now called. The drugs don't work. In Frank's, no? Frank's dream school. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Have we um, had contact oh, from the outside world? We've had a lovely email from Sean Phelan. Phelan. <laughs> um, <laughs> email from Sean Phelan. <laughs> Dear on. Frank, Emily and Gareth, I want to thank you all for bringing pedestrian racing into my life. Mm. I was listening to some of the older podcasts while walking into uni when the newly established sport arose as a topic of discussion. I was laughing along when I noticed a woman ahead of me. I was in the zone. As I, as I was in the zone, I put my foot down and casually overtook her. I continued feeling rather pleased with myself until she came striding past me. I wasn't having this and once more took the lead. Can I, can I, can I stop you there? Because mm. one of the great things about pedestrian racing mm. is it becomes so much one's priority in life. I recently <laughs> walked behind a woman, and I don't want to go back to New Lad's nostalgia, but she's, uh, I mean, I couldn't see her face, but mm. she had, like, very short skirt and knee socks on. She looked amazing. Yeah. 
But she was walking quite quickly, and a lot of men would have sat back to admire the view. Not not Frank. Couldn't do it. No, I had to overtake. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's a matter of principle. This guy obviously has, has similar morals. As she again tried to overtake me, we made eye contact and both burst out laughing. As I removed my headphones, she asked me if I listened to Frank Skinner on Absolute. Oh! I said that I did. We continued talking and really hit it off. We were going out this weekend. Oh, Frank! Oh, it's ah. our first pedestrian race in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wish you a lot of, lot of luck. Has <laughs> she bring that oh, back? That's I so think I'd be brilliant. If they brought that back, mm. I could host that. Oh, okay. That'd be great. I'm interested in all aspects of relationships. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we could... Uh, I'd love it. That's a little... Any TV people listening, just call me. Um, Frank, I, I had love one, that Can I say, I had one recently. Um, I, was, uh, I was going over Waterloo Bridge. It was all the bridges this morning. And um, a man... He's an Oriental man. I couldn't... I think I'd bet Japanese. Very fashionable. You know, the Japanese mm. can be high fashion. Mm. And he had these big zippy boots on. Looked very uncomfortable. And I... And I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll burn this guy off, you know, with his silly footwear. I went past him, and he rallied, right? And I could see oh. he wasn't, he wasn't going to let me go. And uh, and then he he went, and he, um, I, uh, I took him, overtook him for a second, and then he came back. And I felt, I mean, he was a much younger man, and I yeah. thought, am I, am I destroyed? <laughs> and I could see he was in pain with the shoes. So I went again. That great moment when you go a second time. <laughs> and the brilliant thing, because he had jingly shoes on, I, I could feel him. I could, I could feel him give up. Because mm. I, I, I heard his, his walking. Get, so as I went past this, I knew he was quashed. You've broken him. And I remember thinking, I must get a jacket that says goodbye on the back of it. <laughs> A sort of special pedestrian... <laughs> Too cocky. You could have loser on it. That's what Charlie would do. Yeah. What would winning. Charlie do? Something I ask myself every day Hopefully now. We well, Charlie said... <laughs> <laughs> he will be. Give him another fortnight. That's how he'll be speaking all the time. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. That was Suddenly I See by um, Katie Tonstall. Now you see this alarm. There's something about the initial. It's, a, it's the initials. It's the initials thing. at the yeah. start that are setting it off. I think. Yeah. Can we see? I'll have a look at it. Like. Yeah, but is it is it initials? I mean, I know it's spelled initials, but is, that, is, is she called Katie? Oh, and that's Katie, why. And is, spelled... is there a T? Is she got a middle name? No, it is, it is initials. It is Katie. But I don't know whether that. Anyway. Frank, I'm just checking my makeup. We've, there's a photographer outside. He's coming to take pictures of you. And yes. apparently we might be in the background. Is, I is heard this, that. Um, is this heroin school gate? <laughs> <laughs> is he getting ready for me? <laughs> no, we... Um, apparently, um, I'm, 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 my interview's in the Guardian magazine next Saturday. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking oh. forward to it because oh, it didn't go that well, I'll be honest with you. Oh. It's quite hostile. What's that? I think oh, they say in uh, America. Oh, dear. Mm. I don't mean hostile as it was somewhere where tramps lived. <laughs> it was unfriendly. Oh, I see. Um, but, it might you know, be nicer. You might be getting. So nice my surprise. only hope is that I look nice in the photos because I'm not going to look <laughs> nice in the text. <laughs> so no, you're going for? But he seems so friendly. Yeah, but look, look at him in the pictures. He looks lovely. Why? Why does she hate him so much? That's that, that's what, like what I'm after. That's what I'm trying to get. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and also um, I think she's she was she was the woman you may remember who began by saying, um, "Why do you hate women?" Mm. 
So I'm thinking that I might... I'm oh, like, she called me in the week. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so in the photos, I'm going to be reading, reading the female eunuch. Yeah. Um, just like it's casual. Maybe not reading C- it. Cuddling a couple of women. Just have it. No, do... that wouldn't work. Oh, is it? No. no, you've got that. You've no, got no that. I was going to do like a Hills Angels pose, but you've apparently... Got completely the wrong end of the stick now. Charlie's Angels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Anyway. What else? Have we, have we heard anything from the outside world again? Well, we've had someone asking you um, about your soap holder, which doesn't happen every day of the week. Oh, yeah, the whole soap holder. This is from Keith, who says, Frank, how is that Keith. soap... Yeah, Keith, with an F. OK. Frank, how has that soap holder worked out for you? Well, you Have you well sorted ask. your shower issues now? Yeah, well, it, you know, I felt like a real Andy man, because I put the soap holder in my... Somebody sent mm. me a free soap holder, because I don't have one in my shower, and I put it in myself. Mm. I mean, it was only a soccer. <laughs> it's a soccer. But even so, you have to put like a clamp on the back to, so it, it gets a full grippage. Because you know that thing when you're driving and your tom tom slides yeah, and lands just, on the dashboard. That yeah. moment of panic. That's really oh, scary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that in the shower as well. No. So uh, yeah, it's been magnificent. Thank you for asking. It's changed my life. And the people who sent it in from whatever they were called, um, something like PJ Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Where have we got to get this scene to? And we had a text in from Dominic as well, who was chastising one of us, Gareth, I think. Yeah. Because he says anyone over 20 is surely too old to use well in phrases, like well too old, which I think I might have said or Gareth said. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Dominic must be quite old because he's um, being really moany. He's too... Don't, don't turn on people no. who are kind enough. To, I've told you about this. <laughs> Just take it, water off a dog's back. Dominic. No, no, no. I'll bring you down, Dominic, if I, this is the last thing I do. Oh, oh no. Oh. Dominic, you've... Uh, Overreacting? It's all going to be winning. Overreacting. You've, yeah, winning. winning. <laughs> I've got tiger blood, Dominic. What can I do about it? I need a transfusion or something. Do you think Charlie, so Charlie Sheen will bring out uh, Mod's tiger feet, slightly modified? <laughs> well, he loved that tiger blood. He, he could, that would say, if he brought that out now, that would sell. If I called him... And yeah. said, Charlie, and, and, and the fridge magnets, and the fridge magnets. I really think he should do the fridge magnets. You think he should do that it's as well? Brilliant. We've got. He's already <laughs> selling stuff on his Twitter. He's, he's obviously looking for. a... And I actually watched that. What, what's his sitcom called? Oh, two and a half two men. Two and a half men. I hadn't seen it before, but he's got such publicity for it. I thought I'll sit down <laughs> and I'll watch it. It's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even half a man. It's a child. It sort yeah. of slightly spoils the fact that he's been talking about. You know, I, I whip this into gold and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the tin cans. Tin cans it's, into gold. It's no different strokes, let's face it. It'll no. do. We should no. make that happen. We should make the fridge magnet. Can't is the cancer of happen. Yeah, yeah that's true. Got to be positive. Let's see if we can make it happen. What, different strokes? The new version? Is that what, you, <laughs> is that what you're after? <laughs> Me and Lenny Henry's doing it. <laughs> we just need a brother for him now. Who could we have? I'm Gary just... Wilmot. <laughs> So it'd be Lenny Henry and Gary Wilmot as the kids, and oh, me yeah. as the dad. What do you You'd think? You'd be good as that dad. Who's going to be Kimberly? Kimberly, I'm. Kerry I'm Katona? thinking um, Clodagh Rogers, the, oh, okay. the former um, Eurovision Song Contest entrance. If she's still alive, she's in. Yeah, that's what we said in the uh, in the meeting we had about it this week. Clodagh Rogers, <laughs> check if she's still alive, she's in. <laughs> um, Dominic says, "Yeah, you're right. I'm well too old." Oh, good old Dominic for joining in. I'm loving him. So you like Dominic now, don't you? Mm, No, I'm still going to hunt him down. Okay. (laughs) So, um, 
if you actually enjoyed this, then... Uh, no, I know, but some people do. Um, you can listen to Not The Weekend podcast, which is available every Wednesday, and this is us, um, us sort of... I always imagine, as I think I've said before, it's like us trapped in a space capsule, swirling through space and just talking about stuff. Yeah. Uh, ben Jones is next, um, although he's in a different studio because the photographer's going to come in here and take photos of me with oh. headphones on, mm. trying to... And uh, he, he doesn't like to, to be around that. cameras because they think it steals his soul. <laughs> is, like he a, is he a North American <laughs> Indian? I think so. Is he? Something like that. I didn't know that. Well, is I don't it, like is to be around cameras Is he a Comanche? <laughs> That's what you're saying. Okay, anyway, we need to go. Oh, but we had a text from Tim that says, I never say good day to you anymore at the end of the show. Mm. And since that has stopped, he hasn't had a good day. Mm. Can, you, uh, can you believe that? Anyway, good day to you. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Trebor Softmints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute.